episode 54. What do you really want for Christmas? Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the busy moms who've tried it all. If you're tired of endless dieting, a tired mom, and ready to learn what works, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this lesson started. Hello there, mamas. We are into Christmas season. We got the most amazing Christmas tree this year. And I think just that tree alone has me so festive and in the mood of magic, the magic of Christmas. It totally happened by accident. So we have high ceilings. I love that about our home. But a few years ago, we decided not to go for the biggest tree section, to go on the one down section. Because it's a lot to get way up there to get those high branches. And we went in this year and the young guy who was helping us at a little local church Christmas tree lot that we go to every year and just love. I think he was new. And they said, okay, for 11 and 12 feet, it's red tag with a white ribbon. And for taller, it's red tag with a white ribbon. And so we looked over in the section we thought it was, and I picked one out. I was like, yes, I love that. The really tall ones are always closed. They don't have them open. So you kind of have to guess just looking off the shape. But it was so funny because we live about 45 minutes outside of town. And so we ran a few errands before we left. We always know to bring the truck and load it in the back of the truck. And we ran by Target. And then, you know, we ran and got Sam's gas and all of that. And we kept getting compliments from people on this tree in the back of our truck. My husband's like, people are really looking at the tree, Emily. I'm like, wow, I mean, must be people are getting excited about this this year. Yeah, I mean, we were excited about it. And then we brought it into our home, ladies. And as my husband and my stepson, Adam, were starting to tilt it up, I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, guys. No, no, no. This is a very tall tree. This is not going to fit. You would literally have had to cut off probably, it felt like a third of it for it to fit. And you definitively would have killed the tree in doing so. So we got lucky because we do have a little like skylight area and we moved it from where it normally is over to the area that has the skylight area. I guarantee you this thing is 16 feet tall. It is the most phenomenal tree. It looks like a literal tree in our house. (laughs) And it's magical. Like I grew up getting Christmas ornaments from my grandma and my grandpa. If you're like me, this is hilarious. My grandma always gave us these little like Victorian houses from Hallmark. That was mine. Like my brother got rocking horses. We all had different themes. Mine was the little toy houses from Hallmark. But my grandpa, not to be outdone, found a series of George Washington and president ornaments as well. (laughs) So those don't always all make it on the tree (laughs) because it's a lot of the same style of ornament. They all made it on the tree this year, every single one. And Eliza helped decorate it. I got smart a few years ago and separated out the breakable ones from the non-breakable ones. So she got to put up the little houses and those things on the bottom round. And literally, it was the cutest thing I've ever heard listening to her say, Mommy, every single ornament, she'd say, Mommy, is this breakable? Mommy, is this one breakable? 
Is this one breakable? So just the magic of putting this tree up this year has all of those warm fuzzies back in me. And it has me thinking about you all and what we really want for Christmas every year. The experience as a child of the magic of Christmas and the holidays, if you celebrate different holidays, the magic of that winter holiday season that I can almost conjure up when I start picturing it. And I want you to consider that that's available to you now. I think so often we think as adults, the magic of life is gone. And if you listen to my podcast episode last week, we kind of know why. We take on all the jobs of the holidays and we let all the magic and the fun go. And I want to challenge all of us this year, all my mamas, to consider bringing the magic back into the holidays for you. This is only a gift to you. That means I got to do a lot of extra things. No, you don't. The magic is in the feelings you create by your thoughts about the holiday. And it will change your think-feel-eat cycles. The magic isn't going to be eating cookies, I promise. Part of the magic may be in the smells that come from cooking the cookies. That's the magic, the bringing up the sense, the bringing up the feelings through the creation of the sense. And you can create that with or without food. It really doesn't have as much to do with food as you think. So when you think about what you really want for Christmas this year, I want you to spend just a minute and put yourself back in that childhood magic of the holiday. I'm going to paint a little bit of my picture. You picture yours on top of it. I remember going, we always went to Christmas Eve mass and then over to my grandma's house. And I remember it was cold outside and we'd walk inside to this just really warm environment and it was always really lit up. My grandpa had the fire lit, so you'd smell the fire. Christmas music would be playing a little too loud. (laughs) Everyone would be there and there was the anticipation of what was to come. It was about the gifts, but it wasn't about the gifts. It was about that feeling that was created in you as a child as the holidays came near. And you got into the excitement of what you could expect and anticipate. You got into the coziness and the comfort that came with the memories. I told my daughter this year, just sitting by a Christmas tree reading makes me feel so comforted. I love that light and the warmth that I feel just laying there with a warm, cozy blanket. I don't even need the hot chocolate. It's the feeling that comes from being by the tree that's all lit up and doing one of my favorite things, like reading a book. As you walked into Christmas, it was the anticipation of what was to come. And at my grandparents' house, Santa always had a big white bag and knocked on the front door as we got ready to do Christmas Eve celebrations. So we could wait. We all just kind of waited in anticipation and the excitement just grew as to what was coming on the other end of that. Waiting for the knock. It's so magical, ladies. Driving around looking at Christmas lights feels magical. Bringing these things into your life creates the magic of Christmas again. And what we really want for Christmas, I'm going to put it down to three things. And I want you to really consider this as you create your holiday season this month. I'm intentionally doing these things early in the month because I want you all to experience how life can feel different when you put these things in place intentionally in advance. I have told you guys many times, you know I'm a weight loss coach. Love my weight loss coaching program. But I am also a life coach and life coaching changed my life. It has taught me how to be 
present and experience magic in my life as an adult again. That is what will change the experience of Christmas for you and will allow you to figure out what you actually really do want for Christmas. So I want you to start by considering when you think of what you do want for Christmas this year, what is it? What do you want for Christmas? One of the activities my husband has instituted is a Christmas movie a week up until Christmas with my four-year-old. She got to pick the first one. It was Christmas Chronicles. And there's a scene in there where the little girl climbs into the bag of Christmas presents and they're all like circling around her. If you haven't seen it, they're all like flying by her as she climbs into the bag. And there was one thing in there that I noticed that I was like, oh, that's supposed to be the adult Christmas present. Let me see if you can guess what it was. A bright red car. (laughs) Whatever I think of like, what does an adult mom really want for Christmas? I think we go one of two areas. We either go with like what as children we thought we'd want as adults for Christmas, which should be something like really extravagant that our beautiful loving spouse suddenly gives to us like a bright red car. And if you're anything like me, the actual next thought as I watched that movie was this. I don't think I'd be happy if my spouse gave me that. Because I'd be like, well, now we have to pay taxes and insurance. And it probably isn't exactly what I wanted anyway. It's just like what I wanted as a kid. And I really kind of like my Ford Expedition. (laughs) The practicality sets in. It's just this magical idea of what you'd want, but it probably isn't really what you'd want from your spouse. My guess is you are more likely to have an argument on that gift on the back end (laughs) than it is for it to go over magically right? Because we think logically through it from the adult brain. Then I think the other part of our brain is like, oh, I just want something really practical. Like I need a new pan for the kitchen. That would be very helpful. And then the part of your brain that's like, that's really lame, Emily. You're now officially a boring mom because you're asking for dishes or a car. (laughs) Where do you go in between? And I think the real reason for that, ladies, is because it's not really what Christmas is about to us anymore. When we think of presents, the smaller things, essentially we can buy ourselves. And the big things, we probably don't really need or want. So when do you think first about what you want for Christmas this year? My first thought is it's presents over presents. P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E over P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S. And that's a gift you can give yourself. It doesn't matter what's under the tree. Showing up in the magic of the holiday means being present for the magic of the holiday. Intentionally creating more of that in yourself by being present for the moments and not just focusing on the presence. I know it's a subtle word shift, but it's a big difference. Now, here's how this looks in your weight loss journey. When you are the mama who's in charge of Christmas Eve. Been there, done that myself. I think I shared this on the last podcast episode. I spent many a holiday being the martyr in the kitchen. I'm so glad I wanted to host this. I wanted to be in charge and also woe is me because I have to be in charge. I spent so much time focused on the food that I missed the actual experience that I wanted to create around me. I thought I was creating magical for everyone else because I was chasing perfect so that they felt magic. And instead, consider what they got. They may have gotten a wonderful experience, but they definitely didn't get a magical me. 
I missed out on all that I wanted to create because I was focused on food and presence over being present. And I do think that food is a big contributor to this in the holidays for us. We have a lot of story about all the things, the food gifts we need to deliver, the food gifts we need to give away, the amount of food we need to prepare, the amount of time we need to spend preparing it. When if we truly just simplified that and were present for the moments, the whole experience would be more magical for everyone. You're not taking away from other people by not overfeeding them. In America today, we don't have that problem. You are opening the possibility of being present and having a magical Christmas for everyone. So I like to think of this as I have a four-year-old, so it's pretty easy to see in that aspect, right? If mom is in the kitchen the whole time, the four-year-old is going to be drawn to the kitchen the whole time. And the only reason I'm in the kitchen the whole time is because I'm making very complex recipes and lots of them. Simplify the food, simplify the presence and be present. So I had a thing for a while. I took over my grandma's Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve. She did lasagna, she did Stouffer's. Guess what the food lover said? Oh no, no, I'm gonna make my homemade version of that. That's the new way, guys. That's a new way. I will follow her things, but it needs to be homemade for me because then everybody knows I put so much love into my food. (laughs) I did that until I discovered weight loss coaching. And then I was like, what on earth was I thinking? There are store-bright lasagnas that are just as good. I simplify out the meals so that I can be present. Instead of the toddler experiencing mom, a little frazzled, a little distracted, spending days in the kitchen, we can sit and read a book by the tree. And the food is still there. I'm having less time that I have to navigate my brain around it. And the magic increases around the season. I'm present over focusing on food and non-food related presence. I think this is really important to consider, ladies. Because if you're living still in that space of like, well, do I want a bright red shiny car or a vacuum? You're missing the whole entire point of the season. Not to mention the point that it isn't really about presence. It is about Jesus's birth. (laughs) There's many different levels of presence you can go here. You could spend that time doing Advent devotionals as well. You could spend that time reading a book by the tree. You could spend that time in comfort with your family, all cuddled up and watching the movies. And you're also giving your children the gift of the holidays not being so much about food for their own futures. All those lovely holiday recipes you pass on, they think they have to keep up with. Just think about that in the back of your mind for my grandmas out there. They think they have to do it to recreate it after you're gone. I live in that space because they think the comfort comes from the food. And it doesn't. It comes from being present. That will create magic for you this December and as the holiday itself takes place. The second place I want you to consider when you think about what do you really want for Christmas this year is where your Grinch status starts to show up. I think most of us want to experience Christmas as the version of ourselves we dreamed we'd be when we were little girls. I want you to just notice for a moment for you how that version of you compares to you now. Two things happen. One, that version was idealized, right? So when you look back at the holidays, you probably do feel like you fulfilled a lot of those things. Maybe you wanted to be married or have children. You wanted to have a home where you could have a Christmas tree. Maybe you wanted to host Christmas Eve like I did. And you've checked all those boxes. 
but that comes with Grinch status. And that's what takes away from really experiencing Christmas like you want, the sort of ideal version of you from your childhood. So you can check all the boxes, but it doesn't ever feel that way to you because you're living in your mom martyr to-do list and you thought that wasn't gonna be part of the magical experience of Christmas. That's the Grinch status that comes out then. It's the frustration because you're comparing what you wanted it to be to what it actually is. And there's a really simple tool to help with this. It's literally to realize that life is 50-50, ladies. You idealized it when you were a child. You didn't live it. So when you start recognizing that there will be negative emotions, no matter what, right? We look at this in our think, feel, eat cycles and weight loss for modern American moms. And the first thing I tell everyone is there will be negative feelings. That's the human experience. It's not an idealized experience. It's a true human experience. But when you look at the thoughts that create it, you can experience more and less of that in the moment. Meaning Grinch status is usually frustration, annoyance, tiredness, all those things that come from martyrdom and telling ourselves presence matter more than presence, that we aren't allowed to experience that because we have to be the person who doesn't to accommodate for everyone else to experience it. In that space, those thoughts make us frustrated and annoyed with our lives. Normally, in our think, feel, eat cycle, that leads us to snacking on all the foods we think we have to prepare anyway. But it also leads to this experience where the frustration tacks on top of the frustration. We were just coaching on this in one of my groups last night about a mama who had a little treat after the Thanksgiving holiday. She had done so well, but she had to work. She came home. She was tired. She was frustrated and she just ate the pie. Yes, that's why we eat the pie when we're living in the frustration. Now, in Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, by coaching group, we look at the think, feel, eat cycle that created that. We literally slow it down. We say, okay, turns out when you're tired, when you're frustrated, you still sort of want food to be the answer. Why? Because it's always been a pick-me-up. It's cheap, it's easy, it's accessible, it's there. It will give you that low-hanging fruit of a dopamine hit, and you'll feel good for about 10 seconds. And then all of the things that were already causing the frustration will be right back in your mind. So you'll eat more and then all the things that are causing the frustration will be right back in your mind. And for her specifically, her child was there and was like, mom, it's not that big of a deal. It's just one piece of pie. So now she's like, "Uh oh, now I'm a bad example to my child on top of my frustration. I shouldn't make a big deal out of one piece of pie. Now we're triply frustrated because we ate the pie. Now we're debating what we should do in front of our child. We're frustrated at our child's commentary. We don't know what, right? Here comes Grinch status at the holidays. Frustration, tax on frustration, tax on frustration. When you learn to look at your think, feel, eat cycles and pull it apart, you can realize that number one, to feel negative emotions is human. Number two, I've always gone to food to fix them. So it's going to be something that wants to come up when I'm feeling extra frustrated. And number three, I can change it by changing my thoughts and allowing myself to pause. This works for more than just eating, ladies. This works for life, right? If you're frustrated with your whole family and you're experiencing the holiday season in Grinch status because you thought the idealized version from your youth would actually be the non-human version of your adulthood (laughs) because you could just skip over all that negative, I just want you to notice that that's a thought error. 
Being human is to have negative emotion. How much time you spend in that and also what you do from that space will determine how much time you spend in that and what you do from that space. You can check in with your feelings. This is a tool we learn in Weight Loss for Modern American Moms. Change your think-feel-eat cycle and experience less frustration around the holidays. I'm guessing that's one of the things you really want is to experience less frustration and more magic. The third thing I want you to consider that you probably really want for Christmas this year is to be the best version of you. I think logically we can all think through, my life isn't gonna be perfect, it's not the human experience, I know things are gonna happen, but I just wanna be the best me in that space. A red convertible isn't gonna create it. All the red convertible creates is maybe a feel good that somebody loves you for a second or a frustration of why the heck would your husband spend that much money on a car. (laughs) Perfect children aren't going to create it. You're going to just worry about when the perfect is going to fail anyway. Being the best version of you, being as close as you can to that idealized version and experiencing it as a human being. In Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, we call this the healthy you. It's very different than the dieting you. I know many of you listening to this are like, what I really want for Christmas is to lose weight and live at my goal weight. Yep, I want that for you. By the way, doors will be opening in January. We have tons of fun stuff in January planned for weight loss for modern American moms. So get on the wait list. It is growing quickly, make sure to get on it because we have tons of free stuff coming out. We just released a holiday gift guide for those moms on the wait list who are thinking about joining in January. Just some fun things you could ask for that are exciting to help you start this journey. And we have lots of fun things coming. So don't worry. What you really want for Christmas is to reach your goal weight and live there as a healthy you. It's available to you. It will be available in January. But I want you to ask yourself why? What is it worth? Because the dieting you and the healthy you are very different people. I am a life and weight loss coach. I have learned, the doctor in me had to reset my thoughts about weight loss when I discovered life coaching. Because what I realized was that getting to that number on the scale, if I got there by telling myself I had to exercise two hours a day, I needed to sleep eight hours a night, I had to drink you know, this amount of water, I had to only eat this, I had to, all of the rules was not who I wanted to be on the other end. If I had to do all of that, to think that I could ever live there, I wasn't creating the weight loss version of me. I was creating the diet version of me, and it wasn't really the me I wanted to be on the other end. So we know where that ends, ladies. That ends with you regaining all the weight because you don't want to do the way you got there. It's a big problem. We have a maintenance group, our mastering maintenance group. This is what we tackle how to break out of diet cycles, out of it altogether. And the key to start that whole process, to lose weight in a way that this is the last year you have to do it, is to create the healthy you, not the dieting you. It's the best version of you. And it is actually more of a life coaching concept than just a weight loss coaching, because diet alone won't do it. Diet alone says follow these rules, and then I'll get there, but then I'm gonna wanna rebel against the rules because I'm only following the rules to lose weight. The healthy you is that ideal version of you who's living at your goal weight. It's a little like the version of you when you were a little girl, but now the adult version actually gets to step in with a prefrontal cortex and make it happen. It's like the version of you that you always wanted to be. And for most of us, weight loss is part of that picture. 
Weight loss can mean more energy. Weight loss can mean more time in your schedule. Weight loss can mean simplifying eating and not thinking that you need food to be the fix all day long. Weight loss can mean more space to explore who you want to be, not less. The healthy version of you is the best version of you, the version of you that you want to be. And you have to know who she is to create her. It doesn't work the other way around. Otherwise, you'll get stuck in diet rules. (laughs) If the scale would just move, then I'd be that healthy version of me. No. The healthy version of you is living the life you want to live, knows how to become that healthy version because she knows where she's headed. She sort of glosses over that Grinch status. She still experiences human emotions, but she doesn't eat them because she knows that's part of life and she knows that it's actually her thoughts that are creating those feelings. And she feels in control of them. She feels intentional in her life. She feels present for the holidays instead of stuck in martyr mode. She knows how to create energy and magic around the holidays and feel that feeling that you felt as a little girl at an even higher level as an adult because you know you've contributed to this and created it now and you're making this happen, not just the recipient. Think of the magic that comes in that. I can create this and I can recreate it every stinking year. I don't need all the circumstances to be aligned to create it either. I don't need all my children home. I don't need my spouse to have bought presents early. I don't need my mom to bring that salad to be able to be present for the magic of Christmas. I create it myself. That is the healthy version of you. It's the grown-up version of what you really want for Christmas this year. Start practicing it by picturing it now for the month. How do I want to experience the magic of Christmas this month? And I want to give you three simple shifts that I think will help you. Be present over focusing on the food and non-food presence. Recognize Grinch status when it comes on and look at the thoughts that are creating the feelings that are driving the actions you don't desire. You can always change your thoughts and be the best version of you. Picture the healthy you who's living at your goal weight a year from now. How will she handle Christmas? Start practicing it. Put those things into place. I want us all to live in the magic of Christmas again. I am intentionally creating it this year. And you can too. When this episode comes out, tomorrow, December 6th is my birthday. And we experienced St. Nicholas Day. We've always done St. Nicholas Day on my birthday. It is St. Nicholas's feast day. And the magic starts now for me. The tree is up. The movies are going. The house is decorated. The stockings, by the way, one of my favorite not snacking tools, are hung. And this year I changed up one thing. I got the nativity front and center. Jesus is right there for me to remember what this is really about. It is a season of love. It is a season where the ultimate sacrifice occurred for us because of love. We can always choose love. And love will take you to unbelievable magic. I hope you all have a beautiful week experiencing the love and the magic of Christmas. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. 
Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.